0: what's up everybody welcome to the podcast this week on today's episode it's a full nfl breakdown we are going to break down every single division we all have questions about what's going to happen in this division who's going to win that division we'll make all of our predictions on who's going to win each division the conference championship games and of course give out our super bowl winner but of course you know what time it is run the music let's get this episode going what's good everybody welcome to the podcast i am your host matt Guest. with me out in las vegas is matt morris what is good buddy how are you doing what is cracking everybody we are uh we're getting closer to football
1: and it feels good i've got three of the four drafts out of the way felt good about all three
0: damn already um, huh
1: already dealt with some fantasy drama so that was fun we had to. I would say kick someone out of a league, but we had to refund someone after a draft because they threw a temper tantrum. Because they drafted
0: so bad or what? Let's talk about this. Well,
1: all right. So yeah, Normally, this is you. Yeah. This is auction draft that we did. I'm co-commissioner of this league. And I'm a big believer in if someone is auto-drafting by accident or their phone dies or whatever, you can roll, roll the draft back. Just if you do it immediately, right? A couple picks go by, roll it back. So we had somebody drafting on their phone. Something happened. They get auto-drafted Devin Singletary for $11. And to put that into context for you, that's like Devin Singletary going in like, well, we'll say the sixth round. Can't happen. You know, it's just, it's not necessarily fair. So I was like, you know what, Let's, let's roll it back. But in the meantime, Nick Chubb had been bid on and won for $43 as well as Patrick Mahomes bid on and won for $13. Now, mind you, while this is going on, both commissioners, myself and the other commissioner, are searching the platform to figure out how to pause the draft. We just don't even know how to access those features. right? So we're not paying attention to who's nominated. We're not paying attention to who's being bid on. Like We're chatting about how to do this. And then once we finally find it, we're like, okay, let's let's execute this. So we pause the draft. We roll it back. And the one of the league members that had just gotten Nick Chubb for $43 was like, okay, like, I want to make sure I get Nick Chubb for $43. And it's like, I know that's happened in other auctions that I've done. That's not how I run my league. Because this basically never happened. Like, if I could have paused the draft immediately when Devin Singletary went, I would have done that. But Did I don't know everyone I, know I'd, that
0: you guys were trying to pause the draft at that point in time or no?
1: Um, we had put that all, no. So we had put that in the chat. Hmm. And I see both sides. Like, the league now knows his level oh uh, that he's willing to go to for Nick Chubb which was $43 he went for $44 once we reset things um and I think Patrick Mahomes went for 3 more dollars my thing was though it was a dollar he chose not to bid up an extra $2 to have the guy that he wanted oh on the redraft snowballed. you mean
0: yes oh, okay and so then he threw a fit because he was out an extra five bucks and ended up not getting those two guys anyways. So now he's just he's upset. Well, you
1: get your money back. It's, he didn't spend any money. You know sorry, I mean? sorry,
0: like, I, I worded that the wrong way. He's mad that he would have had to spend the extra two and three dollars respectfully on just the $2. auction. Yeah, just and yeah. and it just uh, and that's what triggered him, huh? That that's Correct. what set him off.
1: Correct, and the man the the there was different managers. So one manager had uh, Nick Chubb, the other manager had Mahomes. The Mahomes manager didn't. It was no nothing was said. Um, but it was one of those spite. You know, I think the I think the player was just simply looking for something to be angry about, and also he had set his entire team up. He took Jamar Chase. Nick Chubb was the last tier one, tier two running back. Next up was Zeke Elliott. It was a huge drop off, and he had waited so long so that it busted his strategy.
0: Yeah, I see it. Um. Yeah. Hey man, it happens, dude. But honestly, though, that means you have a solid league, even though there was drama because people care, you know, like no, it ended up having to be a guy getting kicked out or withdrawing from the league. And I know that that makes more sense because you texted me a screenshot of the team and you're like, do you want to take this Mm -hmm. full manager, half manager, whatever. And I'm in my five leagues, which we'll get to Mm -hmm. here in a second. But, um, Yeah, I mean, that just means it's competitive, you know, because like I, I'd probably be on the side of the other guy like, fuck you. I just showed you my hand. I just showed you what my value was. I just valued those specific players. So now someone can come in and know exactly what I can play. We'll play them at, you know, like I can't even get them for five less dollars or whatever it Mm -hmm. is like they know my price is 43. Why wouldn't I bid 44? You know, and I get it is just a dollar or two. But hey, I I told I get where that guy's coming from. But if it was agreed upon it is what it is and he's going to be happier not playing in the league this year anyways because you guys decided to do that right or because he decided to leave like he's going to be happier cuz you know first game chubb goes off for three touchdowns against him and it's just pandemonium and now you're two weeks three weeks into the season and some guy gave up and now your league is shit
1: mhm yeah and i uh, know i mean I, I definitely agree with you in that respect and it was a like team was put together from a decent perspective um But also, like having been in so many fantasy leagues throughout the last 10, 11 years of my life, being the first real commissioned league, because we had that dynasty league that was kind of unpaid attention to. Where you
0: lost it. Oh, no, no. But wasn't your league where you fucking went haywire like two, three years ago? Wasn't that a dynasty league, too, with all your buddies from Milwaukee? Oh, yeah, that was a baseball league. And I dropped my entire team. okay, okay. I thought
1: that was football, but okay. No, no, that was baseball. Um, No, the football one was I traded... Cam Newton after his prime for Darren Waller just to fuck people over. Um but it wasn't it wasn't a da-
0: dynasty league, though, right? It was just a normal like it was a
1: keeper league. And then I also traded uh James Conner for a prime Zeke Elliott and prime Devonte Adams. And yeah. that's an I've caused drama my whole entire fantasy life because I think it's hilarious and it's part of why I pay and play is because it's entertaining. <laughs> so yeah. as commissioner, I know how people act you're gone and you're blocked immediately because I'm just yeah. not going to deal with it, which is yeah. really hypocritical, but it's like, you know what you get yourself into and you have oh, it for honestly.
0: sure. Yeah. Well, you know, the levels that people will take it to cause you've taken it there. That's who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, honestly, that's why I was down to play more leagues this year is a like, I, I think I'm just really excited to play fantasy football. I'm really excited for the season. But B, I've like, I've really in inco- like taken on that role of like, dude, this is just fantasy football. And like for our big league that I brought you into with all my group of friends from back home, it's very serious. But like when it comes to drama or trades or vetoing or this or that, like, look, if someone's dumb enough to make the trade, you make the trade. You know, last year when you pulled off Jonathan Taylor for Mike Carter and somebody else, I can't even... I'm like, ah, someone else was have, it Moster? A decent,
1: no, because Moster was hurt.
0: It, it was someone a little bit better than that, but it was Mike Carter and a Tier 3 running back for Taylor as he was going off like everyone's losing their mind texting you Vito Vito veto. it's like hey man if he wants to do it let it ride and I used to be the other way but I think that's the way to go in fantasy if someone gets trade raped or is in the process of trade raping you should have done it you know you should have been there and you aren't an expert to know that someone is getting raped until it's over Taylor could have got hurt right like yours ended up mm. obviously panning out the way everyone thought it would but I couldn't tell you how many times I've been wrong about oh this trade's gonna fucking suck for you matter it's gonna be so bad for you Timmy who or- whoever and it ends up working the complete opposite way like you really never know so don't be that guy and you as as a manager just be better and be smarter and you shoot your shot don't just sit back and get mad when other people do it i've fully yeah, encompassed yeah. that that's why i'm like that's why i'm playing so many leagues this year i'm stoked it's like dude just shoot your shot who cares it's fantasy so how many,
1: football how many drafts have you done so far zero
0: oh god so you have everything I have, uh, this coming weekend i have two friday one Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. But I like oh, it like this you're in for because. It. So last thing before we get into it, because we have a lot to talk about today. Um, last thing is, I'm curious: <clears throat> is do you so do you enjoy drafting this early? Like, are are you cool with having all these drafts already done? Because I love doing it days before the season starts.
1: No, no, no. I, I, I think a a week and a half or a week before the season starts because. A really good example in all of my drafts. All because you're through.
0: technically two weeks early right now. Well, probably yeah. by the time you draft it. When did you today's we're recording Tuesday well, night? We start
1: next Thursday.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. I, I right. guess you're right. So a week and a half still. Okay. I, half. Got, I got you. Um what happens? Injury, I'm just a big what if though. Like what happens. Injuries are done. Robinson? There's no preseason games. You Some know? guy just got shot.
1: Yeah, he got shot, but like, dude. Th- you can't you can't use that as like the oh my god, you got drafted too early. Le'Veon
0: like, Bell got suspended for the entire season the Wednesday before the season he, started, the year he we drafted. Did, but you know, like, like it, but your draft on mon- your
1: draft on Monday, that'd have been too early. You know what right. I mean? Like right. you can't prop up two things. All preseason games are done. And a week and a half before the season, you're just early enough to to beat that final round of hype. Because now today, Damian Pierce, number one RB, Mac cut. All right. Pierce is probably a round, He's if not two rounds up higher. The boards right now, yeah. right? So I got him in six and sixth and eighth round in different drafts. Because right. people are just whatever about him, right? Now, to your point, we had a draft Sunday morning and a Sunday night. Brian Robinson news didn't break until after the first draft had completed. Sucked for the guy that got him. Great for me because I wanted him, didn't get him. Um <laughs> so that kind of sucks. But also, like I'll bring this this is a great example. Romeo Dobbs. He fell to like the last round in almost every single one of my drafts, even my Homer leagues. And Romeo Dobbs is going to be a starting wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers, more than likely, if right. not, you know, a soon enough starter. The so you're down early receiver, enough, yeah. Yeah, you're early enough to get those guys in the last round, as opposed to when we draft next week. I guarantee these guys will have moved up boards. Um, yeah, so yeah, we'll see. As we'll soon see. as the preseason's done, I want to slide in there.
0: Yeah, no, I just love that Tuesday or Wednesday before and then you have action because I've been in the leagues, you draft already and it's like people are sending you trades. They're like, you should drop this guy, you should do this. And it's just like, dude, the first game isn't for two weeks, you know, like the first game isn't for 10 days, just chill out. So I'm excited though, like it's, we're here, this is a football episode, we're, let's get into it, I'm freaking stoked. All right, so on today's prediction NFL episode, we are going to just dive through every division. We're not going to go through schedules, not going to go through all that stuff. We, Matt and I both have a question that we're most curious about for each division, and then we're going to pick each division winner who we think is going to win now preseason. We'll um, we'll clip this and get it ready for the end of the season. And then we're going to pick the championship games, AFC, NFC, and then, of course, the Super Bowl and our winner. So let's start in the West here. We're going to start with the AFC West, the best division in football, the most exciting division, because we have Russell Wilson. Now at the Denver Broncos, the chargers just made all these splashes in the offseason. Um, Of course we have Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas city chiefs who are flying under the radar this year. And then the Oakland Raiders, <laughs> just kidding, Vegas Raiders who are now bringing in Devonte Adams, Chandler Jones. They're really stocking up on defense and on offense. Um, lot of hype out there in Vegas. So Matt, I'll start with you. What's your question? Like, What are you most curious about this year for the AFC West?
1: I think my biggest question is, can these defenses hold up? Um, I think we have a pretty good expectation for what the Denver Broncos defense can do. But again, you've lost Von Miller, right? That was the trade midseason last year. There's a pass rush gone. Can Chubb step up and be that rush end? And then also with that, you've had some additions, Khalil Mack, to the Chargers, big-time moves, right, pairing him with Bosa. I have a pretty good amount of confidence with the Chargers. I have absolutely zero confidence in the Kansas City Chiefs defense. Zero. Yeah. yeah. Um, and honestly, I, I, I'm i going to say the same thing about the Raiders. Like Chandler Jones is nice, but their secondary is still atrocious. Uh, you know, he's getting old as it is. So my question really comes down to can these defenses hold up and which defense proves to be the most valuable with these high-octane offenses?
0: Damn. Yeah. I love that. I, I think that's a really, really valid question. I think both your points are spot on. I don't have anything else to add on the defensive side besides we'll see if Justin Reed, is it Justin Reed, the safety, the, the chiefs picked up. You I got think it's it, Justin Reed. Houston, yeah. Yep. yeah. And everyone's like real high. He's replacing the honey badger. Like, I don't know, man, I, well, I'll have to believe it when I see it. And I agree. I think the Raiders classic Raiders off season, right. Is I think they're getting a little bit too much hype right now in the papers, especially with that defense as well. Same thing. Love Chandler Jones. But I think the Chargers and the Broncos defenses are head and shoulders better. But um, that does remain to be seen. My big question, and this is more about an individual in an individual team, is is Derek Carr an elite quarterback? Like there's no more bullshit aside. There's no more great, um, great games, bad games fall off at the end. Um, He had a great season last year, led the team, almost won a playoff game in Cincinnati, the team that ended up going to the Super Bowl. I still don't think what he did last year proved to me personally that he was elite, I think there's zero excuses here. I need Derek Carr MVP conversation from start to finish. I need the Raiders to finish first or second in that division and him to prove, honestly, me and a lot of other people wrong that he, I don't think he's elite right now. I just don't think he's on the level of two of the guys in his own division, three of the, guys, the other three guys in his own division, right? Mahomes, Herbert, Wilson. I'm putting him four. Prove me wrong.
1: Well, and with Devontae Adams, the number one wide receiver in the NFL currently. Exactly. This is this is the litmus test, right? Like this is the opportunity for him to showcase that skill set, and you know, like you said, we will see.
0: Yep. So, who do you have winning the AFC West preseason pick right now, Matt? Who are you taking to win Chargers. the division? Chargers. Okay, I'm Chargers. taking the Broncos. I'm taking De- uh, Russ Wilson and the Broncos. I do think those are the top two teams, though. Yep. Um, for some weird reason, I think Kansas City ends up either getting first or second just because. I don't know, City. Mahomes is fucking Mahomes, right? He's got that mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers effect. But preseason pick, I'm taking the Broncos. I, I love your pick too, man. I just can't. Uh, I don't know. The Chargers are going to charge, I feel like. But they I think they should win the division. If like if I had to bet, no, I'd still bet the Broncos. I actually really, really like them. Oh, well, Chargers and, and are it, close, though.
1: It comes down to me for, when well, I look at everything and you strip everything aside, it comes down to simply pass rush. I think the Chargers have a better pass rush. Um, I can get behind now, that. you know we can we could we could say you know well Sertan's the best corner out of all of them, sure, right. absolutely. And they have a better. Right. Set, so much. When Jane's a good safety, but too. yeah, like pass rush—that's what I'm. That's what okay. I'm going with.
0: Okay, I can get behind that. I like it. Um, I'm not going to give you too much pushback on the Chargers. You would have said uh, I keep saying Oakland. You're going to say Oakland or um, Kansas City. I, I we definitely have a good argument there, but we'll move on to the AFC South. So AFC South, Matt, um, obviously not as much of a uh, high-flying division the way that the AFC West is, but still a lot of question marks, still a lot of things to be determined about uh, these teams in this division. It's pretty top-heavy. The bottom is the bottom. So what is your question that you want to be answered or that you're most curious about here for the AFC South coming into the season?
1: Which version of Matt Ryan are we seeing? Are we seeing 2016, 2017, even 2018? Or are we seeing what we've seen in recent years, which is a guy that is over and done with, right over the hill? (laughs) Because at the end of the day, we're seeing a lot of fantasy pump from uh, Pittman Jr., right? We're talking about Jonathan Taylor having yet another career year. Right. Talking about this being the time that they finally have a guy that is halfway useful at the quarterback position and can lead them into the playoffs. What version of Matt Ryan are we getting? Um, I'm I'm excited for week one for a lot of different storylines, but it's also to see Matt Ryan because the Colts are that one piece away from being absolutely dominant. And I think Matt Ryan has top fifteen upside. I don't know if he has top ten upside anymore. Yeah. We're gonna find out week one.
0: Yeah, I don't know because the ten guys at the top are so, mm-hmm. so good now, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just obviously deteriorating deteriorating with age. Um, I think that's that is probably the question out of the AFC South. I'd agree with you. I think people are kind of sleeping on the fact that their receivers aren't that good. I like Mike Pittman, but him as the number one. I think that's going to cause some problems. You know, we both love Jonathan Taylor. I'm wearing my Wisconsin shirt right now. Um, but is he going to repeat? You know, we think he's fantastic. I personally would still take McCaffrey and probably Derrick Henry over him in fantasy. You know, I don't know. That's a that biased personal thing. Um, but the Colts are the big question mark. If they do not win the division this year, I think it's an absolute catastrophic failure. Um My question though, Matt, (laughs) this is a little bit more fun because obviously Ryan was a little kind of the obvious one that I thought of initially, but let's go back to your take last year. Let's go back to your MVP last year. Is Henry going to break the rushing record this year? He was on pace to demolish the record last year, but he had a freak injury, got hurt. Uh, He had a broken foot, but it was a really weird type of broken foot injury. Is this the season that Derrick Henry finally sets the all-time rushing record. And i if he plays the full season, my answer is undoubtedly yes. They lost a huge weapon at wide receiver. Oh, they're going to stalk the box and do this. Doesn't matter. They've been doing it for three years now, and Henry has been able to take advantage and pound defenses for four quarters. Um, Derrick Henry might be one of my favorite players in the NFL. Matt, I think this is the year if we get all 17 games out of Henry, we will see a new rushing record kick.
1: Well, yeah, and I think there's a little bit of an underrated move that Tennessee made, and it's adding a real viable slot weapon in Robert Woods as their number one target as well. You went from A.J. Brown, an outside receiver, a body, physical receiver that's going to fight for the fight for the catch, to a guy that's in the slot for the quick passes. What's the best way to neutralize a stacked box? It's to utilize a slot. Uh, and I think that that weapon alone is going to help kind of alleviate some of the nine box men that they have in front of them Mm -hmm. out there in Tennessee. I also would really like to see Alexander Madison, who's in trade talks right now, right around the league, wants an extension to possibly go to Tennessee and back up Henry and have some of those carries reduced a little bit, because I feel like the efficiency for Henry would have slowed down considerably at the end of last year. I mean, he was on pace for like 400 carries. Um, but I, (laughs) I, I would love to see the Russian rushing record broken. And I would love to see him do it in 16 games. Right. We talked about that with Watt last year. Can you get it done before you hit that 17th game before the entire league calls it illegitimate? And, you know, you have the asterisk on the history books, like go out there and get that shit done in 16 games.
0: Yeah, no, I I totally agree with you. So, um, AFC South, what's your prediction? Who's winning the division?
1: I'm going to say the Colts. Um, I just don't have any faith in the Titans, and I love Derrick Henry, and I now am an owner of Derrick Henry in a fantasy league, but shout out when you're talking about Ryan Tannehill, baby, oh, I have zero
0: faith. (laughs) Yeah, my my question was almost when will Malik Willis start, but I was watching Pat McAfee yesterday or the day before, and the beat writer for Tennessee came on and said, yeah, I know you've seen Malik's highlights, but... You haven't seen the low lights. Don't yeah, expect it. He, he said, don't expect <laughs> yeah. to see him at all this year. And I was like, damn, like that's some that's some honest, you know, some some cold, yeah. <laughs> some tough love, as they would say, right? Um, but that was what you and I saw to Malik. You know, like we like Malik, don't mm-hmm. hate him, but he wasn't. He wasn't that special in college. Um, I'm going to take the Colts as well. I took the Colts last year. I thought Carson Wentz had something to prove and was going to turn a new leaf and lead the team to the promised land. Uh, Tennessee had this amazing season. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee somehow, someway wins this division, but you're going to ask me who I think is going to win the, this division. It's It's got to be the Colts, dude. And if they don't win, once again, this is a massive, massive failure for Matt Ryan and Frank Reich, and he probably needs to be fired if they don't win the division.
1: Before we move on, I'm going to say this. If the Colts don't win, the Jaguars win. Guarantee it. That's mm. uh, The Titans have absolutely no chance. No yeah. chance. I'm I, telling I, you that, that Jaguars defense that. is ready to play. I think as of right now, I would choose the Jags defense easily over the Titans defense, especially with the number one overall pick, who looks great. Does he look uh, good? He looks very good. Okay. You have James Robinson coming back from the Achilles. You have Travis Etienne there. There's a, ve- I think there's a very good chance that the Jaguars completely surprise you this season, but I also think that the Titans without a quarterback, what, like, what are you doing? Like, what, we're just going around this the Ferris wheel at this point, and Trevor Lawrence has been f- completely forgotten about, and I think that in itself is a storyline to watch.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I could see the Jaguars surprise. You. I would be, I would be shocked if they had a better record than Tennessee this year. Absolutely shocked. So that would do more than surprise me. Um, Now, I think the Jaguars have way more potential than the Texans. That's for sure. Like, Mm -hmm. if I'm a Texans fan, I think they're not going to do well. But at the same time, Matt, like, our guy Davis Mills looks really, really good, bro. He's been looking fantastic all preseason. He looked great at the end of last year. So, I mean, shit. Do the Titans lose one to Jacksonville one to the the Texans right like it could happen this year now do I expect it to no but I feel you bro like the Titans are interesting but they with the same team last year minus AJ Brown which is a big piece they still have the best record in the UFC so
1: yeah but with that being said I feel like there was a lot of pieces that went into that that Mike Vrabel just coached that team to another level you know and I feel he's like still coming into this he's still the coach but it, like competition is elevated. You said it perfectly. Davis Mills, year 2. Trevor Lawrence, year 2. Yeah. Jacksonville's defense built up, right? Matt Ryan not, now in the yeah, division. not
0: Carson Wentz fucking yeah. throwing picks and making bad decisions, yeah. Yeah. I feel and you. Then, I feel And I I'll,
1: I'll say this and I know I'm disrespecting the Titans but if he can do it again, you're talking about <laughs> You're talking about I mean, this is the second best coach, coach in the league. Yeah, yes, for sure. Correct. Absolutely. Like,
0: you put him behind Belichick or, you yeah. know, I'll say third because I actually, I don't want to disrespect McVay anymore. They won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. I think we we kind of were, we were pretty big Rams haters last year. Yeah. Got to show them a little more respect. That is right there as well. Um, okay, let's move on. Let's go, let's go to the north. So, the AFC North, um, interesting division. Sucks that. Well, I should watch what I'm saying here. I, it's a bummer that Deshaun isn't playing football, but I'm glad he got extended on the suspension. Like, I really did think he deserved probably a season so i guess 11 games is that's that's their season their season's fucked they're fucked they're absolutely dead there's no way they're going to win anything um and deshaun probably going to be a shell of himself by the time he comes back but that's neither here nor there we got uh the browns steelers ravens cincinnati Bengals. so i think there's a lot of questions that can be asked here matt i've thought of this one pretty hard um but i'll let you go first what what are you curious about for this division because this is a really really interesting division.
1: Oh, man, uh, there is so many questions. Um, so can many. I rattle? Can I rattle just a few off and then? Sure. With, OK, so first is, you know, what what J.K. Dobbins are the Ravens getting? Right. Are we getting top 10 back or are we getting a guy that's shaken off the rust? Right. Um, you know, is the connection of Chase and Burrow something that comes and shows up every single week or do defenses start taking him away? forcing boyd and forcing higgins to be guys that can make those plays right And well, i think finally what is the efficiency of the quarterback in pittsburgh trubisky pickett whoever whoever is there weeks 17 18 17 right um because i think that's the most important piece of this equation because. Pittsburgh is going to have such a heavy hand in deciding the division winner. I'm not saying Pittsburgh is going to win, but I love that. They're going to to play Baltimore twice, right? They're going to play Cincy twice. One of those two teams is my choice. And when you play Pittsburgh and you know, who's at the helm and how they're operating is going to be the deciding factor, in my opinion, in that division.
0: Yeah, no, I, I love that. Um, They are the great equalizer because they have a top, we'll say top 10 defense could easily play their way into Mm -hmm. a top five defense, but Mm -hmm. the question marks on the O line, bro. Mm -hmm. Oh my Lord. The question marks at quarterback, like Pickett's actually looked surprisingly good in the preseason, but it's been the preseason and he's been going second. He hasn't been starting the game. So he's been going against the twos and threes, which, you know, no, no, he's played great. Um, you know, you're pretty high on Trubisky. I'm still eh about him, right? Like, is Trubisky the guy? Is he going to go get himself starter money? You know, not in Pittsburgh, obviously, next season. Um, you know where I'm going with this. If you've listened to the podcast, you probably know where I'm going with this is, is. Is Lamar Jackson top five? Like, that. that's my question. I am so ecstatic to watch Lamar Jackson this season. I think I saw he put on 18 to 20 pounds of muscle. If you've seen him in his videos, he looks fucking yoked um i think lamar jackson is going to come out and have his for our baseball reference here his Aaron judge season he's saying fine you don't want to pay me i'm going to prove to you that you should pay me the what is he looking for 55 50 million guaranteed a year whatever the number he's looking for i'm going to prove it to you and i love nothing more than a guy on a contract year in any sport to come out and perform. And I think what's great about Lamar, too, and how he embodies Baltimore and what he is as a leader, um, he has a lot to think of a guy named Dak Prescott, right, who came out, balled out the year he was supposed to get paid. Really catastrophic injury, still ends up getting the money that he's looking for. I, I think the question just is, is Lamar a top five quarterback? I lean yes. And I think this is the year he proves it to all of us, man. I love
1: them yeah. more. I mean, I like that a lot. I, I have my concerns. Um, How, we'll could, you you How know, could you we'll not? How could you not? I get it. Um, but we saw what the Ravens were without him last year, and we saw what they were with him, and kind of that leads right, right into my pick. My, my, <laughs> AFC East, it's the Ravens. I, I, the I genuinely North. Uh, North, excuse me. Um, I genuinely believe that they can they can win this division. And I think it's because of the contract year. I think it's because Dobbins is there. I think all of the pieces that they've been searching for over the last couple of years finally converge together this season. And Lamar has to go out there and prove that he's the guy, right? Get paid. And in order to do that, right under the playoffs. I can't
0: wait. I can't I can't wait to watch him. I'm taking the Ravens too, hundred percent. Um, they were gonna win the division last year um i think cincinnati it's going to be them in cincinnati 100 you're right um i think cincinnati still will have 10 plus I, both of them will have 10 plus wins steelers will probably be right around 500 and the browns in those first 11 games i will give them four and what is that four and seven? Eight, nine, 10, eleven yeah four and seven probably i have not even look at their schedule but i'll just give them four wins maybe so their season will be over before um watson comes back and yeah man it's a really exciting season for baltimore for baltimore fans for lamar jackson um i don't know if you have been fantasy this year spoiler matt i might might shoot my shot with him this year in a couple leagues honestly like there's nothing more powerful than than a guy in a contract here we talked about it last time with mike williams like same shit and, and he's a much lower level player than lamar jackson mvp caliber guy All right, so let's get to our last division here in the AFC. The AFC East. Um, I guess we're probably both going to take the Bills. (laughs) We'll probably just put that out there in front. Um, I I have a really specific question, but I'll let you go first. Um, Yeah, go ahead. Take take the reins here.
1: I think I'm going to have to start off and simply ask, is James Cook the missing piece? (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, we wanted Brees, Brees our Hall. Yeah, that was, I thought it was a foregone conclusion. You know, I was like, you know, they listen to the podcast like they're taking Brees Hall like, you know, it's going to happen. But no, for real, we've seen some of the highlights of James Cook. You've heard a lot of the hype, right? He's not going to be used in the volume role that Brees would have been used there in Buffalo, but he's going to have the opportunity to actually alleviate some of the stress off of Josh Allen and can he can he do it right can he change the tempo of the game you look perfectly at that postseason game against Kansas City the tempo was an absolute shootout because Singletary wasn't enough right they didn't have anyone back there they could slow the pace down take control of the clock and really change that tempo can James be that guy um I, I want to see the impact that a running back has in Buffalo
0: Yeah, and honestly, I don't know if he can, to be honest with you. I think he's just as big of a home run guy as the rest of them, you know? He's not the – Derrick Henry's a bad example, but I'm just going to use him anyways. You know, Derrick Henry, Adrian Peterson, kind of meticulous, meticulous – beat you down, beat you down, beat you down, then drop one for 70 on you. You know, I think he's just kind of that electricity, that fucking lightning bolt. Cause that's what he was at Georgia. So maybe, mm. maybe, maybe we'll be wrong. Who knows? Maybe they'll use Singletary as the bruiser. And then he comes in there, catches a screen and does some electric stuff like he did, um, in the national championship game in Georgia's playoff run last year. Um, my question does revolve revolve, excuse me, around the bills, but I do want to touch on a couple of things here. Just since we're just gonna kind of focus on the bills, I don't want to leave out something like Tyreek Hill, right? How is Tua gonna mesh with Tyreek, Matt? I know we kind of talked about it uh, when we were doing some TikTok posts and things like that, but you think Tua and Tyreek are actually gonna be a pretty solid um connection there in Miami. How many wins like do you think that that's gonna to translate to a playoff appearance for Miami? Like, do you think they're the number two or do you think the Patriots are, I guess is my question. I do have another one though.
1: (sighs) It's hard because you have the AFC West, you know, you have so many dominant teams in this conference where if you want to make the playoffs, you better hope they beat up on each other. And then you probably have, I would imagine if you were a wild card team, you have to go out and win 10, 11 games just flat out, you know, because we know the Bills are going to, they're going to pass that mark. We know whoever wins the West is probably going to pass that mark, right? Yeah,
0: you'd think 12, um, 11. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and I, I do, I think too. And I I think Tyreek is actually going to be a, a great matchup and maybe a matchup that we see for three or four years. So we're always like, wow, what a mistake. You know, the Chiefs letting him go. Um, yeah, for sure. But ultimately to me, you know, Jones is out. He just got PUP'd, uh, cornerback for Miami. Like they, they, they can't afford losing starters at this point. And I think this will be a rhythm year, you know, get everyone locked into the new system from the 49ers coach that came over and is now head coach, mm-hmm. get everyone geared up, uh, see where the holes are coming into next year and then really go after it. After you've watched the West cannibalize itself, you know, let Russ get another year older, Let Derek, start to, to feel the the pressure from the Vegas fans. Like just need to get their groove together this year. I think that's the goal. That would be my goal as a head coach. Like just get everyone geared up.
0: Yeah. I'd say try, try and win 10 games, right? Yep. Try and get a game over 500, mm-hmm. right? What, what would that be? Nine wins, eight wins um i think it'd be nine wins nine wins yep yeah i i, I feel like I, th- I think that's a good realistic goal right with where the bills are out if the bills take the step from where they did at the afc championship game or that uh division round game last year i mean they they probably run away with it probably the number one seed um so that that leads into my question this, this is my question matt why are the bills favorites for the super bowl that's my question. And it's a genuine question, and I like the Bills, but I don't think they're the Super Bowl favorites. Why do you think they're the favorite?
1: I think they're the most complete, dynamic team in the league. Uh, if you look at why the Chiefs have been the favorite over the last couple of years, you know they have a quarterback with a bazooka on his arm. They have a playmaking defensive player in Tyrone Matthew, They have a great head coach. Right. Like they're they're gadgety and they had to Tyree Kill, an incredible wide receiver. Well, you look at now Buffalo, right? Diggs, Allen, you know, we're we're feeling the head coach now. The defense is good. Von Miller has joined this defense, right? On top of the many other stars that they have that I don't think get enough notoriety. Um, but Green Bay has faltered right okay so they're not favorites the rams well they're probably not going to repeat because they've lost pieces right i think it's more or less about what else has changed in the nfl than the bills actually being the favorite
0: yeah i feel you um we'll get to our afc championship predictions we'll all answer that but i just think that it's a little it's a bit ridiculous that we're just gonna crown them favorites just because they had a really good game that they actually ended up losing so Mm -hmm. um well let's just leave it at that let's move over um yeah we'll go to the nfc first and then we'll uh then we'll go over our championships at the end but we'll we'll take a break here real quick Okay, so we'll start off in the West again for the NFC here. Um, NFC West, loaded division again. Uh, you and I are pretty low on the Cardinals this year. Uh, but obviously, we have the defending champions in the LA Rams. And then we have the TBD 49ers. Do you saw Garoppolo is going to be the highest paid mm-hmm. backup?
1: Did you see that? What do you, what, do you, mm-hmm. what are your
0: thoughts on that before we get
1: Genius. into this? Genius. Got a <laughs> second-year quarterback that probably He's will He's going to suck. Or suck. Yeah. They either or, and your roster is built to win right now. It's built to win. Like, you're paying Debo, right? You got Elijah Mitchell, he's got three years left on his deal, so you're good Bosa. there. But Bosa's there, right? Warner's there. Cornerbacks suck, but yeah, you corners money.
0: are good. I, their secondary is good.
1: Eh, I'd say average, sure, I'd say average, um, sure. That's definitely not Green Bay. You know, they're not Buffalo. They're not the Rams. No, they, I feel
0: you. But I mean, they, they shut the Packers down last year.
1: Yeah, but it was in Lambeau and it was negative 15 degrees. Like, I don't think that's a fair assessment, especially when Aaron Jones went for 12 catches on over 100 yards. Like, I think that was more because Aaron Rodgers chose to play Aaron Rodgers mind games and not attack like he yeah. should have attacked that secondary. There's no question about that. Do you, can you name yeah. both their starting corners? No, I can't. Which means they suck. <laughs> um, we, we know the NFL pretty well, and I don't Absolutely. say that like we—they suck. Like we can't I, Yeah, name I get, them, I get, I get what you're
0: saying. Yeah, I get what
1: um, you're saying. So, yes, I did see that. I did see that Jimmy Garoppolo was here, and he's going to be back <laughs> in the starting seats sooner than later. I expect.
0: Yeah, I'd say week six. Say I say week six. I think Trey's going to fucking suck, and I—I uh, I already found the episodes from two summers ago when we were talking about the quarterbacks and how they should have taken Justin Fields. And I'm just, I'm not praying for him to do bad. I'm just praying for my own personal take like that. That's <laughs> all that it is. You know, like that's what, that's what we do this kind of stuff for, but still like yeah. I, I still, if they had fields right now, I think they're a hundred times better, but that's besides the point. Um, Let's get to your question. The curiosity corner of Matt Morris. What are you thinking for the NFC West this year? What are you most curious about for the season?
1: Two things. I'll rattle them off real quick, right? Cool. Is Elijah Mitchell a feature back? And that's a question for fantasy. No. Um, is he, is he going to be the volume guy that the 49ers haven't allowed over the last X amount of no. years? No. Um, next question. <laughs> is DK Metcalf a viable option in fantasy without a quarterback? Hmm. I think yes.
0: I think yes there. Yeah. Um, the reason I muttered no for Elijah Mitchell is I just don't. Two things. One, I just don't see him staying healthy all season. Two, um, Trey Lance is probably going to be their RB1. I could just see Trey Lance. They're going to be running the read option. He's not going to throw the ball effectively, and they're going to start doing some wishbone, like weird-ass type of offense because he's going to be a liability throwing the ball. He's going to drop a couple 50-60-yard bombs because everyone thinks he's going to run, but uh, I think it's going to be the Debo... Trey Lance, Mitchell show, and I also just I just think Mitchell's gonna be uh an injury liability is all. I do like him, but I just don't I just don't see it realistically happening.
1: That's a great <clears throat> great piece to have, right? You have uh your number one wide receiver, injury liability, your number one running back, injury liability, your new quarterback, running quarterback, injury liability. Right. Sounds like they've built a very steady and solid foundation there huh
0: paid a guy freaking a hundred million dollars got him to a Super Bowl lost an NFC championship game and just like yeah we're just gonna trade up to the number three overall pick and take your replacement mm-hmm. this it doesn't check out to me i I don't love the situation um over there in San Francisco my my question is gonna be straight to la right yep. is will the Rams want it as bad as they did last year? You know, I think there was something to prove last year for the Matt Staffords and the Sean McVay's of the world. Um, As I would be, they have been partying. They have been enjoying it. Uh, Cooper Cup had probably the best season of all time from a wide receiver. So do they want it? Right. You see Aaron Donald getting in fights in practice already, which is just stupid that they had a joint practice between the two teams that played in the Super Bowl. But. You know, I just, I don't know. It takes a lot to go back and repeat, you know, our Packers win the Super Bowl freaking 11 years ago now at this point, and they come back and lose one game during the regular season, still end up losing their first playoff game. But you don't usually see that type of intensity from a champion. That's like, no, we're just not going to lose to anyone. And I'm really curious to see what Stafford shows up, what McVay shows up how that defense is gonna be because I know you kind of put an air quote until they lost pieces, but they did lose key pieces on that defense. Maybe not the big names that you're thinking of, but it is a different LA Rams team. Um, you know, I'm high on Allen Robinson. Obviously tough not to be high on Cooper Cup and Stafford, but it's just really interesting to see what kind of intensity um and attitude that team comes out with this season.
1: Well yeah and they lose their left tackle, right? Cam Akers, everyone's jumping up and down about how Cam Akers looked great last year. He wasn't efficient. If you actually roll back the tape and look at his numbers, look at the box scores, he was not efficient. He had some really nice flashes where you saw the explosiveness back. He also came out of the game times because his legs just weren't ready. Right. So we want to announce Cam Akers a top eight running back this season. He's not there yet. Like let's he's not Todd Gurley. Right. Um so I have a big issue with that. You lose your left tackle on top of having your quarterback already having elbow tendonitis. Yikes. You know, like these are key things that you don't want to hear from your Super Bowl competing team. And again, you're paying the superstars on this team like Jalen Ramsey. Great. Who's across from him? Who's next to him in the safety box? Right. Like who's the middle linebacker? These are all things well, they that just I don't. Pick up Wa-
0: they picked up Wagner and they got him on a deal. Correct. But like, that's is, is, you that's know, true. You know, like is he past his prime? Who knows? You know, if yeah. he's not, Lord have mercy. They have. We Ramsey. talked about that. I'm yeah. positive yeah.
1: he's past his prime. He's not going to be able to right. flip his hip and do anything in coverage. Like they're <laughs> yeah. in trouble. You would think they're in trouble. Yeah. But um, they are my pick for the division.
0: Me I mean, too. You know, I mean, how how can they not be? I mean, yeah. we didn't we didn't really talk about Arizona, but Hopkins gone for six games. You and I are out on Kyler. Yeah. um That we think their offensive line sucks. Like, okay, I would. I don't want to speak for you. I think their offensive line sucks. I think their defense is maybe the worst, almost just as bad as Seattle. I just don't. We went over their schedule. Fucking. I don't know. Two three months ago, they are in deep trouble. I. I do not see them succeeding.
1: I could see their defense surprising people. They have um Simmons, the Simmons kid from LSU that they took a couple Watt, of years you know, ago. He plays and seven he's, games. Yeah, he's been interesting. I think he probably emerges this year. Um, Byron Murphy, cornerback. I think they also took our guy from Auburn. If I remember correctly, oh, they took, they yeah. took a cornerback to yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I can't remember his name right off the they, of my they, head. But I yeah. think by midseason, you might actually be willing to pick up the Cardinals and start them now. Is it against the 49ers or is it against the Seahawks? Right? Their schedule That's the question.
0: Is just so 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 difficult because the AFC yeah. and the NFC West play each other this year, man. Correct, it's going to be a bloodbath out there, which yes. is going to be good for our team, like the Packers, which
1: is even more the reason that I'll take LA or I'll take the Rams because, yeah, for sure, superstars will it. define those games, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, they can handle that. Um, we'll go to the South here. So, um, interesting division, you know, Brady's back. Looks like he got some plastic surgery. Sean Payton's out in new Orleans. Um, Baker is going to be leading the Carolina Panthers. And, um, I can't even remember who's the last team in that division. Cause they're so bad, but Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> what's your big question for the NFC South, Matt,
1: who is the emerging team? Um, who is the team?
0: That's an interesting question. By
1: the end of the season that we're saying going into 2023, like put like, your ticket we, in on them. Yeah. yeah, Like, who, we, Hey, they, they might push a Brady less Buccaneers next year. You know, they may, they may challenge him, Right. Um, I personally think it's, I think it's the Carolina Panthers. I think Baker cements himself as a starting quarterback again, and it's the Baker Christian McCaffrey show. And Baker makes D.J. Moore. I think Baker can take D.J. Moore just to that next tier that we haven't seen, right? He's been a very solid, steady wide receiver. I think he could finally emerge as a guy that is a good, good wide receiver. Maybe a great wide receiver. Uh, But the the defense, like, you know, Burns has to step up this season. You need 15 sacks from Burns on the outside of that defense to put some pressure and to allow that secondary to kind of make up for the lack of talent that they currently have. Also, yep. we have uh, our our cornerback name JC? alludes me, right? Yeah, JC, right? He um coming back from the ACL. So yep. can,
0: can yeah, we can't can't Yeah, they got Horn and they got uh they got one other young kid as well at corner uh who got hurt last year too. I can't his name alludes me, but yeah, their secondary is young, their defense well, is young, so they got a good I,
1: safety as well. And again, name I can't think of because this team has just been so bad. But um can they emerge? Can Carolina be five hundred?
0: Yeah, no I feel I mean if I had to pick who's going to emerge to be honest with you it'd be the New Orleans Saints but um I do think Carolina it has a lot of potential I'm interested to see what Baker Mayfield we get here do we get the one that's passionate but not making stupid decisions I also just think people just keep forgetting that the guy played with like seven injuries and three of them were on his right arm which is the arm he throws with you know and I'm not like a big Baker guy or a big Baker supporter but I mean, you couldn't watch those games and really think that that was the guy that we saw two seasons before or the season before last. So um, I think my question is pretty. Sorry, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say the only reason I don't pick the Saints is because their head coach literally left. He said, I don't believe Uh, in it. You know what I mean? Like,
0: it's so that's funny because that's where where I was going to go is like, I had a two part question is one is who are the Saints without Peyton, right? Like, mm -hmm. that's a big, big deal. They could either be like really solid or a bottom five team. You know, it, there's no in-between. I do think they have a top-five defense, though, so that'll help keep them alive.
1: Yeah, but also, like, how long can they hold this together? They've been in cap hell for how long now, right? Like, are oh, wow. we are we finally coming to the offseason this coming year where they have to strip everyone away, right? They're like $180 million over the cap because of all the money they've pushed backwards that's my yeah. fear that's that's why i don't think they emerge because it's like at what point do you finally feel the
0: ramifications
1: of all of your past doings
0: yeah i mean uh shit dude i i don't know sorry did my mic change by any chance or now? no okay cool I, I thought my usb looked like it came unplugged <clears throat> So my real question is though. So cuz the Saints uh, that was the first part of my two-parter, but um the second one. So this is this is the big one for me here, pal, is should Tom Brady have stayed retired? I know your your answer to this is definitely predicated on that offensive line, which is now where these thoughts are creeping into my head. I know Tom can still sling it, but I I'm, I've, I know Tom can throw the ball. I know he's got, you know, top class rec- receivers and weapons with Godwin, Mike Evans. You know, Fournette's still fantastic. But what are they down? Three or four linemen at this point, Matt?
1: Four. It, with Tristan Worth being in there, Tristan will be back.
0: That's not good. No. That's like... Like, he has to get it out in two seconds.
1: Every play. If, if, if I'm playing you and you're Brady... I'm bringing nine. I don't care. Go throw for 500 yards. I'm gonna break both your legs. You won't saying. walk like, off this field.
0: Is this? And then you you hear what he said last week, and he's just like, "I'm just going through some shit." It's like, damn, that was that was real. You know, like this this stuff you don't. You know, you see, you've heard Rogers come out more on these podcasts and different things. You kind of get a, a sense of who he is as a human. That's the first time I've ever heard Tom say something to show his humanity, right? Like, hey, man, I'm just going through some shit. It's like, damn. It's like, are you? How are you going to feel in you know December, going through some shit when you're playing the Packers or you're playing one of these teams in the cold and you get fucking slammed on the ground? You know, like, mm-hmm. are you really going to want to keep going on? You know, I think of my hero, Brett Favre. God, I just remember seeing him get slammed into the ground out in Minnesota because they couldn't play in the dome because the dome broke and they were building the new stadium, and he just laid there and it was like, fuck, just hang it up, dude. I can't see you like this, even in the Vikings uniform. Still loved him, bro, It's just like. Is that gonna to be Tom this year? And I think yes. You know, like I, I do. I, I think I think he's gonna be there week 13, 14 as they're getting primed to make their playoff run, just like I should have retired. I can't mm-hmm. beat the Packers. I can't beat the Niners. I can't beat the Rams. I can't beat some of these top teams in the NFC. Now I'm picking them to win the division because their division sucks. So they'll be there. But it's gonna be this is gonna be an interesting, interesting Tom Brady legacy year.
1: Well, and I don't know that we've ever seen Brady with a line this bad. And it's only bad because of the injuries. and Right, of know, course, the free of agents, course. Uh, issues, but this is it. Like, we're finally going to see what Tom Brady's made of without an offensive line. And if he goes out there and does Tom Brady things, wow, man. I mean, I, I <laughs> won't even know what to say anymore. You know, if he can make it through a full season and he can get a playoff run in, and just absolute kudos. But I, I fully agree with you. I mean... I said this jokingly, I'm expecting a catastrophic injury, and I'm, and I'm not happy about that. I'm, he's 45 years old. It's different when you get slammed to the ground at 45 years old. Even from 44, every year that he decides to come back and play, he puts himself in a heightened, more significant you know, parameter of risk. And I'm really concerned that we're going to see Tom Brady just not get up. You know, yeah. the bad really bad shit happened. Like that would change the NFL forever. Their greatest player ever, injured significantly in the field. Uh I just don't think it's safe to have a, a forty-five year old out there with four prime offensive linemen gone. Like you're gonna have trash bags guarding him.
0: <laughs> trash bags. Yeah. Well, I mean, you even hear Rodgers, and they're like, You're gonna play as long as Tommy's like, no. He's like, I'm what is he, thirty? I think he's thirty seven. 38 he's 37, up there 38 something around there yeah. something like that and he's like ah, i'm good you know like maybe he's like yeah maybe 40 maybe it's like dude i i couldn't even imagine taking a hit at 24 in some of the prime shape of my life i i'm 30 and i'm hurting bro you know <laughs> imagine yeah. that, 45 bro Um, all right, let's get to the North. Let's get to our division. Um, you know, Packers should run it, baby. But uh, what's your question coming out of the NFC North?
1: Um, it's about the Lions. Well, how many wins can feeling. we get? How many wins can we get? Um, I had a, we'll just say a co-worker. He's more than that at work, but uh, he's, he's pretty linked in with the NFL. He's an LA guy. Uh, he's expecting That's the awesome. Lions to win the division. And I thought that was a little ridiculous because, well, I'm a Packer fan and I know how good they are. Um, I think the Lions could win nine games, though. You know, I, th- I think there's a chance. We kind of ran through the schedule. Um, I think realistically six or seven is probably more likely, but I think they could find a way to finish over 500. Um, I'm rooting for them. Definitely not against Green sure. Bay, but I'm rooting
0: for them. Sure. I mean, they just don't have the pieces, though. Like no, that's the defense the is bad. Yeah. The defense is bad, bro. And Jared Goff is still their quarterback. Jared Goff might look good in Ford Stadium or whatever the fuck, Ford Field. But you get homie outside of the dome and it's over. It's over. And you get him in the dome against a good team and it's over, you know? So I uh, I can't get behind that, personally. I like the Lions, too. I got no disrespect for them. But it's just that's ludicrous to me. Um, they're easily the third best team. I'll give them. I'll give them the nod over the. Um, sorry, over the Bears, but still, I think it's closer than most people think.
1: All right. Well, here's a question before you drop yours in here. Sure. Whose defense is worse, Minnesota's or Detroit's? Detroit for sure. You do think so?
0: Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Name three guys in the uh, Detroit's defense.
1: Uh, we have the new kid, Aiden Hutchinson right um sure you have rookie the rookie the second year player from ohio state fifth overall cornerback um akuda off, yeah, off an achilles yeah the ki- 44 the linebacker from hard knocks there you go
0: exactly yeah exactly
1: <laughs> okay That's but let's point. look let's you look know, at like let's look at in, in the vikings
0: though. aren't that much better like i feel you Right. like i know I
1: hunter's you. great hunter's great and Dude, there's but the secondary's trash.
0: Hunter, Harrison Smith, you know, like I got like Patrick Petey, right? The, yeah. I get yeah. it. They're washed. I agree with you. I think that's why I'm taking the Packers. Like and, and I'm trying Absolutely. to remove the uh, I'm trying to remove the love for Green Bay out of this. For me, like I really am. Like I I've taken and watched a good amount of reasoning behind why people are taking the Vikings, but people just keep forgetting that Zimmer's gone and that their defense isn't that good. Like, they're just overrating the Zadarius Smith signing. And I love Z, but it's like, he's not going to change the defense like that. Now, and I've been, I've told five people this, now the podcast this, they might beat the Packers week one, and I will not be surprised. Like, that's just what we do. We lose to Minnesota and Minnesota. Shit happens. It's going to be Rodgers' first game without Adams, right? Like, so if they do end up beating the Packers week one, just take a deep breath, okay? You know, like that's not going to blow my mind or anything, nor should it blow any real football fan. Um, what are you going to say? I, I see you thinking.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think week one's going to be a great opportunity. Uh, Delvin Cook has been the, you know, thorn in our side in the regular season for Forever. as long as Him I, and I can remember now. Yeah. Um. Well, this is the first time where we're going up against the Vikings and I'm saying, hey, bring it, right? We've got two good middle linebackers now. What a rookie, right? Going to make some mistakes. But we've got an all-pro out there as well. We've got a couple guys in the middle that are fierce, right? We've got Clark and we've got Wyatt. Like, this might be the first time where we hold Dalvin Cook to 100 yards, and that would be incredible. <laughs> <100 yards. laughs> <You know laughs> you know only only two I mean? touchdowns, like, yeah. Like, that would be only one incredible. 40-yard run, yeah. Yeah, um, like, oh,
0: my God. No, I feel in that, in that leads a uh, great segue into my question. That's that's my question. It's not about Rodgers. It's not about the receivers. It's not about the MVPs. It's not about, oh, it's about the Packers with the Super Bowl. It's, uh, will this defense be top five? Like, it should be. Like, there, this is the year that this is the, our Peyton Manning year for Green Bay. This is the Peyton Manning in Denver year, right? Like, where, and Rodgers is 100 times better than Manning was that year that he won the Super Bowl for the Broncos, but fuck rogers fuck everything else like go out there and win games for us and what i mean by that is force turnovers on the opposition side of the field right like put the packers offense in field goal range starting the drive right make huge turnovers be be the team that every like it is so hype out in green bay right now about the defense it is the hype train is so real so let's see it you know be a top five defense i think they can be but like that is the question. If they're a top five defense, the Packers won the Super Bowl, straight up. Nothing. I I agree. It's I know it's crazy to say, just like, but like if they are that good, Aaron he'll he'll make the one throw. Because Devonte is not there. Listen, well, no, no, no.
1: I'm in full agreement with you. That's the thing. Like this, I've this has been why I've been so confident about Green Bay all offseason is because I fully anticipate them being a top five defense. I fully anticipate Green Bay winning the Super Bowl. They're my pick. It's Green Bay. It's Buffalo for me, and it's Green Bay <laughs> blowing Buffalo out of the water. And it's ridiculous because how many years now in a row do I have to sit here and say, "Well, This'll Green Bay is the best team," right? Yeah. Just like my fantasy baseball team, over and over and over. Green Bay loses, (laughs) I lose. We're we're destined to do this dance forever. But no, I in all seriousness, like we have a top five defense. Go out there, play like it, get us to the playoffs, and go out there and win games because clearly we can't rely on Rodgers to do it. So don't even make it teams. Don't even make it his job. Go out there, get three turnovers every single game, and just be absolute monsters. You know that that's it's been done before. Literally, don't let the legacy of Aaron Rodgers' second Super Bowl victory be on Aaron Rodgers. It's the defense that our general manager put together in the face of Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Seriously. Chooses not to sign offensive players. Chooses to build a defense. Like, fuck you, Aaron. We did this, not you.
0: So I, I have my obvious question here, right? Uh, the NFC East is an interesting division. I feel like it's super top-heavy with the Cowboys and the Eagles, but would love to hear what you're most curious about for this NFC East division. How much
1: regression did the Cowboys' defense incur? Ugh. Because la- last year I feel like it was this facade of fake numbers and fake hype, and we're going to see this season where they are. They just they really
0: had so are. many turnovers. I think maybe a better question – correct me if I'm wrong here. I think a better question might be, um, how, like, can, can this Cowboys defense be as opportunistic as they were last year? You know, because I agree with you, their numbers were very misconstrued, right? Like, they didn't have fantastic numbers, but dude, I think they forced like three turnover, two, three turnovers a game, mm-hmm. which is, that's huge, right? Like, in People have been dumping on Digs all off season, but hey, man, look—he caught eleven balls. Like, I, I—you would take that all day. You would take giving up six touchdowns to get eleven picks, hundred oh, percent easily. Easily, like it's not even close. Easily. So you take Micah Parsons all day, dude. Um, so I, I think that's kind of where my mind goes. I don't know. I don't know if that's you know, are, are they going to be as opportunistic, right? Because their defense is, eh.
1: Well, listen, when you got Tyler Yanicky. And Daniel Jones throwing footballs to you four games a year. Yeah. You better be opportunistic. Even Hertz. Yeah. 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 Even Hurts. Honestly. I I, I agree with that. I think Hertz is gonna have a better year this year, but me too. Um I I kind of I think we knew what the Cowboys were last year going into the playoffs. And like bam, they showed their true colors, didn't they?
0: Yeah, I and mean, the Niners like, Niners were a lock of a lifetime at six and a half. That, game, I, that was the lock of a lifetime.
1: It's just God, their defense sucks. And, it, and Parsons is great. I, I actually I like Diggs. But much like a lot of these other defenses, like you got holes all over the place. All over the place. Because they're paying five of their offensive linemen who are all injured, exuberant <laughs> amounts of money. They're paying their quarterback a lot of money. They're paying their running back a lot of money, right? Like the, this list goes on and on and on. Sure. But they have no money for the defense. And last year, I feel like was propped up on again, like overindulgent numbers, and like they probably didn't address the defense enough. Yeah. Um So I, I flat out, I'm picking Eagles. Um, I don't <laughs> think the Cowboys with that defense can repeat.
0: Okay. Um, I'll get to my pick in a second. My question is going to be about the Cowboys too. What, what, uh, what entices you about the, why the Eagles? i me just say that why the Eagles. I like the Eagles a lot too. Like, just why though?
1: I think this is going to be finally be the season that Jalen Hurts puts enough together. I think the guy's an absolute fantasy freak, but I think he's got so many weapons around him that if he just takes a little bit of a step, he's taken over that division. I mean, Kenneth Gainwell isn't talked about at all. Kenneth Gainwell, unbelievable starter at Memphis. Great. Next Darren Sproles type level. Utilize him, right? AJ Brown is now out there. Okay. Throw it to him, right? What does that do then with AJ Brown? Is Devonta Smith finally have an opportunity to like actually go out and be a playmaker? You know, we're not even talking about Dallas Goddard yet in the middle of the field. Okay, there's a weapon, right? And then Miles Sanders, still a great dual back. Like these this is ridiculous. And he's got a good offensive line. Not great. Good. Yeah, this is it. You're either it's shit or get off the pot. Like, <laughs> so I've got to yeah. pick him because I, I genuinely believe Jalen has passion and he cares. And I think third year. Like, I think he can do this. I really, really do.
0: Yeah, I believe in him too. Uh, I'm taking the Eagles as well. Yeah, I just, oh, and yeah. I think it was last year when we went over this before the season. It was like 15 straight years. Uh, a mm-hmm. team hasn't repeated in the East and they didn't last year. So we can't take the Cowboys. Um, but that's not the reason why it goes into my question that I'm taking the Eagles because of this question that I think the answer is yes is, is this the last year of Dak and Zeke? you rewind it was about seven, eight years ago now when they were rookies and the Packers end up beating them in the playoffs. And it's, Oh, this is the future Dak and Zeke. Like they're going to be so great. You know, this is our new young uh, core of our team. That's going to take us to the promised land and finally get the Dallas Cowboys back to relevancy. Um, All they've done is lose every playoff game they've ever been in. You know, I think they actually, I think they've won one and um, Zeke's done in my opinion. He looks like his body looks nice, but He's not going to be the player that he once was. Um, I like Dak Prescott. I just don't think that he's the guy that's going to lead you to the promised land. And um, I think this is it. I think this is the year that uh, that it blows up in Dallas.
1: You know, I think if Ezekiel Elliott hadn't taken 15 steps backwards, um, Dak could have been the guy because Zeke was that good, you know? Was but
0: you gotta but you gotta you gotta throw it on Jerry too, man. Like you can't keep all based, you, you that you can't keep Jason Garrett. And then you can't go and replace Jason Garrett with Mike McCarthy. Like yeah. y- you can't have that. Like what well, it's so funny. Like also I have some like, cowboy fans that are just like, what are the McCarthy's clock management? This and that's like, dude, this is you don't need typical. to complain to me about it. You know, like I I'm a lot harder on Aaron Rodgers than most Packer fans for sure. But like McCarthy did fuck him over a lot. You know? Prime Rodgers, bro. It sucks. That's just yeah. who he is.
1: Yeah, it's who he is, but there's also been a lot of really bad luck. You know, they built that team with the strength of the offensive line. They paid they paid Zeke to be the guy, right? Like you got five offensive linemen in front of you. You had what? You had one of them. Have a life-threatening illness, which caused retirement. Um, you know, I, the left tackle has been injured every single year. Smith has been out with a knee, or a back, or a hamstring, or his dick fell off. Right? Like, it's like holy well, you shit. saw what happened this
0: year, right? His Pulled hamstring, the hamstring like, right came off, off the, bone. the bone. like like
1: <laughs> you're giving liar, me, he's making twenty don't, million dollars a year. Don't
0: hurt yourself, man. Like that sounds makes me sick thinking about that.
1: So <laughs> there's been a lot of bad luck right like their roster construction failed at a foundational level and they've still been competitive like that's in itself impressive right um but yeah i mean zeke zeke fucked all this up whatever he did that took him took him out of the realm of like top 10 dominant running back like a force to just a a guy that's getting past the that looks like he doesn't give a fuck yeah exactly (laughs) yeah um, it, this is all to me. It's all on Zeke and Jerry. You're right. I I, I give I no blame, to, no blame to to Dak. I really don't. Oh, neither like, do I
0: neither do. I'm a big Dak guy. I hate yeah. the Cowboys, but he's yep. he's really hard to not root for. He seems mm-hmm. like just a great fucking dude. Okay, Matt. Closing up the episode here, so it's time to make. Our predictions, we will start in the championship weekend. So um, rattle off, let's just do one at a time. So rattle off your AFC championship.
1: It's uh, Bill's Chargers. Okay. Am I picking my winner as well? Sure. Um, I think the experience of last year for the Bills is what leads them to a Super Bowl. I actually like the Chargers roster better, but you said it earlier, the Chargers are going to charge her. Um, I just think they actually finally break through and, you know, have some playoff success this year and then they get Chargered. So I'm going to take the bills out of the AFC.
0: You know, dude, if, uh, if the Chargers make it to the AFC championship game and lose, I think that's an absolute win yeah. for their season because we will be having the same prediction next year with you probably saying the Chargers are beating insert team because of the heartbreak they went through last year, right? Yeah. Um, now I don't have either one of those teams in mine, actually. Um, I'm picking the Denver Broncos and the Baltimore Ravens. Now, like I said, I'm going all in on this theory of Lamar playing for everything, playing for all the money, giving the middle finger to the league and Baltimore saying, guess what? You didn't want to pay me 50 million. I warrant 60. Now I am picking the broncos to go to the super bowl this year out of the afc similar to the middle finger of labar i think a lot of people have disrespected russ wilson over the past few years now is he a mega ultra douchebag 100 percent, yes but he's still a phenomenal football player and he doesn't need to do half the work that he had to do in seattle to get his team to where they need to be so i love obviously denver this year will you take an nfc championship and winner
1: Honestly, I'm going to go Packers and Rams. I feel like it's kind of a layup. Um, I want to explain yeah. my answer a little bit, though. Packers sure. is obvious. I think they're the best team in the NFC, and it's not even close, um, in my opinion. But the reason the Bucks don't even get consideration for me is that offensive line. I, I believe what I said earlier in this episode. If you didn't hear it, got listen to it. I don't think Brady's standing Week 17. Um, I don't think the Vikings have a God's chance in the world at even making the playoffs with that defense. They're too awful. Uh, so they're out. You know, Trey Lance, 49ers quarterback. It's going to be unfortunate, but I think it's going to cost them significant momentum with having him as a starter the first couple of weeks. When you said it's best, by, by week six, maybe Garoppolo's out there. All of that is really ultimately, for me, leading to just then the Eagles. And I flat out do not believe in the Eagles' defense, and I do not believe in their offense against a Green Bay top five defense just doesn't happen and i ultimately think the rams experience can beat the eagles as well so it's going to be for me rams packers packers win by three touchdowns
0: (laughs) um i actually have the same thing i uh i kind of went through the same logic as you right you know packers if they win the division right so who who are we going to end up playing now you know they could do the same thing they did last year and lay an egg in a game that they should have won 100% 100% right this is the matchup we should have had last year should have been green bay should have been green bay versus fucking los angeles and it, i think correct me if i'm wrong game would have been in green bay as in well green bay, yeah um now i think that's the, i think those are the top two teams i agree with you i just i would have picked tampa um but the o-line you've gotten in my head about it and i just think you're right What I mean by you've gotten in my head is I just think you're right. Now, I don't think I'll go as far as to saying he won't be standing, but I think (laughs) it's going to drastically impact um, his performance and the team's performance. It's not going to be that easy, if even if they can't even establish a run game, right? So a team like New Orleans will give him a ton of trouble. And, um, yeah, I think New Orleans would be a sleeper i don't like the eagles in the playoffs i like them in their division mm-hmm. but i think it should be the matchup of the packers and the rams and uh yeah i have packers versus broncos in the super bowl and um i know we fucking go through this every year but i just and i the, and this is the homer in us matt like it just is what it is bro i just think this is the i don't get how we're gonna go the rest of our life without Rodgers doing it one more time it, it has well, to happen It's uh, with his team. It's the team, though, too. I know I just say it like that, but the team is fucking good, dude.
1: I think you said it perfect. And like from a from a sports fan, I'm I see this top five defense, and I see that eighteen Broncos team. You said it best. That was incredible. You know that was truly remarkable. And if Peyton Manning was half of Peyton Manning the year he threw the record, I think which was the year previous. You know they I mean, would have been the year unstoppable two
0: before that, yeah, unstoppable,
1: yeah. right? And they won a Super Bowl, but they weren't unstoppable. You're talking about Aaron Rodgers with that defense and we, without Devontae with Alan Lazard, unstoppable. So if if they can't do it, it's it's truly goes to like just the same shit we have every single year. It's like, well, the best team didn't make it. You know, the best team didn't make it. Like that is sports. They but couldn't, they how couldn't many cover times can you roll the die? That's that's my belief.
0: Yeah, I feel you. I, I totally agree. So, everyone, thank you so much. We will see you guys next week. It's football season. Um, We're going full week one breakdown. You know, we have a lot of fun things that we have in store for you guys. As always, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at PitcherBetPod. Matt Morris, Matt underscore E underscore Morris on Twitter. And me, Matt Guest, Matt underscore Guest, G-E-S-T on Twitter. We will see you guys next week. Later.